nasty speed. I mean, that's how you got to play the game of hockey. Listening to Impact Sports Radio, and this is Behind the Mask. Welcome back. Bat from Break, Behind the Mask, yeah, Episode yeah. 7, Ryan Collins, Johnny Supan, Kyle Hattie. How was your break, boys? Marvelous. 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 That's a good word. Yeah, well, the Hawks, uh, we'll get to it in a little bit, but the Blackhawks and Red Wings squared off over yeah, break. Yeah, well, who cares about that score because they both uh, stink? Well, no, they, we we I do. do. I we do. we made a little you made wager. a little wager. Wait, are you talking about the game like two nights ago? Yeah, yep. When Sedina, nasty goal by Sedina, nasty. Yeah. So, Didn't what was the wager? Is it gonna be set on air? Little Lincoln, just a little Lincoln. Lincoln. What is In it? Here? Five, five piece? Yeah. Oh, just a five piece. Documented. That's taking that. Oh, yeah. Hands hold up here. There it is. That was freshly crisp. I get scared when I do bill that. There, Kyle. Do you, don't you get scared though when you do that? I feel like I'm gonna rip the dollar every single time. No, not really, but one thing that does irk me about cash now that nobody does is face their bills the right way. Why, like why like when you... they're all in, you know, say you got a five bills or whatever, if they're not all in the same direction, that, that irritates me. That I don't know weird. why, but why? it does. That's OCD. I was about to say, why Why would that irritate you? I don't know. OCD. I just feel like if somebody's handing you money, you'd be able to, it's like cards, you know? You, you kind of want them all in the same. Uh, yeah, know, no, no, I know. No, that's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. If you get cards and, oh, that's the worst. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, man, can you deal these? And you're like playing euchre and you got all yeah, these mismatch. Yeah, exactly. come on. I mean, so, who's putting this like back in a like, right. deck like that? It's just no good. Are the, are One you... step closer to quitting Meyer. Thank you, Kyle Hattie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. There, there's, there's a half hour to pay for you. Yeah, but, if, you, if you guys didn't know, Johnny is a good good old worker at the Meyer in Otemis or the Lake Lansing? The Lake Lansing. It'll go for down now. as one of the stupidest endeavors that I've ever encountered in <laughs> my you life. start? I started in July. Oh. Actually, so, of 2017. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. You were up here this summer. Mm-hmm, yeah. So you just like, hey, I got to get a job. During stuff. my internship, I was really tired one morning. It was an early internship, and I was just firing away, and Meyer was the first one that popped up. I'm like, sure, why not? You know, it would be kind of cool to run a retail store. Nope. <laughs> so if you're listening to this show and you think that retail is the way to go, really consider it. Hey, I'll tell you. I, I worked at Little Caesars for three months. This is well documented on the Motown Rundown. We talked about it a lot, but- that's another podcast on the Impact Sports Podcast Umbrella. Also, quick announcement before I go under the umbrella. Under the umbrella. Excuse me. Sorry. Quick announcement before I move on. All of our podcasts are on Spotify now. So subscribe to the Behind the Mask Spotify page. Is it subscribe? I don't know how it works on Spotify. I'll We're just, it just look I'm an it Apple up. Music guy, so I have no idea. Well, it's huge that we got it up on Spotify. Yep. And I think our Apple podcasts are actually working too now. Really? Which is huge. But I, I don't know if you have our own page, but I know we have our own page on Spotify. If you want an easier way to listen to it on your way to work or if you're walking to class or something, just go under Spotify and look up Behind the Mass Impact Sports. It should be up there starting with this week's episode. Not even starting with I think the, all of the Yeah, all the old are, ones are. Yeah. Shout out to Stephanie. Big yes. shout out to Stephanie. She's, she's great at what she does. I really she appreciate it. Shout her. out to Stephanie, who does the podcast here at Impact. But other than that, we got to talk some hockey. Michigan State was busy. Over the break. A lot of hockey to get into. Six games. Six games? What are we talking about? Arizona State, GLI, <laughs> and then preview. About? 
The GLI, what are you talking about? That's four games. The GLI. And Minnesota. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Six well, games in total. There were two yes. games over the break, technically. Yeah. Four, yeah. Well, it well, depends Arizona which State way to look at it. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you guys at Arizona State? Let's first talk game. about that team first. First game. So yes. I, what was the environment like there? Because I feel like there was no one on campus on that Friday. The Munsters, the student section was pretty inexistent. There was actually the older, like the band, I think, was like the older alumni. Oh, alumni yes. band action? Which, yeah. I mean, those guys are rocking, dude. I, I, they haven't lost a beat for sure. We'll talk about that at the GLI. That's one of the better parts of the GLI. Right. But that, mm-hmm. I, I, that's surprising to see that. But first game, Arizona State, Tate's Michigan State in Mon 4-3. Good win for Arizona State. And, and, and then that's night, Michigan State responds with a really gritty one nothing OT win. I I mean, that's so far away. I'm not going to break down the game like right. that much. But like Lewandowski with an OT winner. I, I like Hattie put Sit Selly too. That was me. That was Johnny. Because I, I saw that initially. That was how I figured out that they won the game. Yes. I was producing at Fox 47, and I saw like Stephanie text me. She's like, you missed a really good game. Yeah. So I looked down at Instagram, and I see Lewandowski just backhands it and comes up with a good old Patty Kane Selly jumping grab into the, the glass. Ice. Yeah, I loved that. So I love the grab. Thought the I'd ice. give him a shout-out. The grab of the ice is a great one. Sedino's doing that a lot. Makes what? me heavy. Is Sedino? Dude, the, I, the thing about the Red Ones... I, I mean, this is way off topic. I, I just, they just don't do it for me. I cannot watch them at all. Like, I, I could w- probably watch the Blackhawks more, like, watchability than the Red Wings right now. The Blackhawks are a very watchable team right now, I think. They got a lot of things that are yeah, but they're not, wrong with them, but they're they not also, good. No, they're not. That's what I'm saying. They're watchable. Like, I can't watch the wins. My appeal is, like, the young guys. Like, like the goaltending's garbage, and, like, your depth is just terrible. But, yeah, like, but like, like... I've seen the young guys, other than Sedino. Like, I've seen Bertuzzi and Larkin play the last couple of years. And I've seen, like, Mantha, even though I think Mantha's still out, right? Yeah, he is. But, I mean, I don't know. I like, got no appeal to wins right now. Like, the Heronics and, like, the guys that call from Grand Rapids, like Giovanni Smith and, like, Dennis yeah, Chalowski. I, I guess, but, like, I've seen Chalowski. I've seen Smith play. I did, whatever. We're not talking about, this is not no. a Detroit Red Wings podcast. No, it's not. They're dead. Let's they're, talk about they're tanking. Let's talk about Michigan State hockey. Let's, uh, are there any takeaways from the Arizona State series? I think it just basically solidified that Michigan State is going to be in the hunt for the NCAA tournament. Yeah. And, and, They're going to be contenders for sure. And I think this is a larger discussion we'll get in during the Minnesota preview. But I, I think that was a good wrap-up to the first kind of semester of Michigan State hockey. Because I, I, I think once you get in, after the GLI, it's like two different seasons for this team. You really look at it that mm-hmm. way. Because what, what's it called? I think they're 10-9 and nine right now. Yeah, 10-9-1. 10-9-1. One. You've played 20 games, and you I think they got another 15 Something like that. So, but pretty room. much everybody's back on the menu for them. You've played yes. all these teams now, yep. and now you're coming back to them knowing that, hey, we got this film against this team now. Now we could really figure out what's going to go on during the game, what four checks we need to utilize, all that jazz that goes into you know beating a team like Notre Dame or mm-hmm. Ohio State. You know, I think that's that's something they are definitely going to have to utilize for sure. I mean, like, if I told you in August that this team would lose Hiroshi and enter 2020 in second place in the Big Ten, yeah. would you believe me? No, I wouldn't. No. And, and I don't think a lot of people, I don't know their current rankings in the pairwise. 16. 16, which is in the tournament. That's in the tournament. Yes. So I, I know there's a b- bunch of conference automatic bids, so that can switch up. They would, like, probably be in, like, the 12 to 13 range if you're to, like, be confirmed in the tournament. But still, to even be there is shocking to me. Because well, our, our over-under was basically 500. And I know they're at that mark right now, but 
like if you play in college hockey and you play the type of schedule Michigan State plays, the record doesn't really. If you're above 500 and the competition you're playing and sucking in the Big Ten, you're going to be considered for a spot in the NCAA tournament at large, at least. Mm-hmm. You got to defend that, though. You got to defend it. You do. And like the back half of the schedule is a lot easier than the front yes. half of the schedule. Like they're playing like Minnesotas and Wisconsin's, not Ohio State's and Penn State's, that kind of thing. And they get those teams that they played on the road home yes. this second semester. But uh, let's start with the GLI. And I, I got to say this I've been going to the GLI ever since my freshman year of high school. Shout out to my friend Rob. Every year for his birthday, we go to the GLI. So I think the first year we went is when they did it outdoors, when the Detroit Red Wings had the. Winter Classic, and they mm-hmm. did that Winterfest downtown Detroit, and they had the GLI mm-hmm. outside that year. Yeah, it was there. Yeah. I mean, they lost, uh, I think they lost to Michigan Tech in a shootout. Ever since then, they have never won the first game of the GLI. Never. I don't think, it's been like seven years since they've been Have you the been to all of the first games? I have not. I didn't go this year. I couldn't go this year. Right. Family function. But other than that, I think I've been to every single one, and they've lost every single one. They lost a late state last year. That was brutal. But, like, it, it, it's crazy. I don't know how they can't win one of these. One of these. If they if they got paired up against Ferris this year, they win one. I, I mean, well, well, they have, first of all, we'll start off four to two loss, and that's Michigan Tech in the first round of the GLI. It was a good hard fought game. It, four to two is not really indicating of what the game was like. I think Michigan no. State jumped out to an early lead. It was back and forth. Michigan Tech was able to get the late goal to win. But and, and then they bounce bad, beat Ferris five to two. Ferris is not good. No, no. Ferris is one of the worst teams in the country. So that I mean, that's not really impressive. Even though Ferris is usually a pretty good product every year, but not this year. But I, I don't know how how Michigan State can't like win the GLI. It's not that hard to win two games in a row. I think the break hurt them. They they came out with no edge whatsoever. Like usually they'll come out and establish physicality. They just they didn't. They just like they didn't hit anyone. Do they? Uh, I question. Maybe this. it's a different environment. No, it de- it definitely is. The GLI is a very weird environment. It's a cool environment. If you like college hockey and you like like Michigan Tech and Ferris State, like those fans, it's interesting because like Kyle was saying before we started recording, Michigan Tech travels. There's a ton of Michigan Tech fans there, probably just as many as Michigan State fans, which is shocking to say where like Michigan Tech's as a university is like located in northern Michigan. That they have that many fans and their their alumni band is buzzing. Is there an alumni band? I think it might no, just be the real band. Yeah, they're re- real band. Who is mm-hmm. good? They're fu- they're, they're they fired are. up. Full have student a, section, everything. Yeah. So like, I get like Michigan Tech. This is a big deal for them, but I, I feel like this is kind of a big deal for Michigan State at this point. The fact they haven't won it since what Tory Krug's freshman year, two thousand nine. Yeah, wow. yeah. That's in that's crazy, crazy. I don't know how that. The thing about it, though, I could be, like, mistaking something because I think in the last, I started on my freshman year and I missed this year and I missed – I've missed two out of the last three years, but I went last year. I don't know what they did in those other two years. I know this year they lost in the first game, and I know they haven't won one. So I, I, I can't even fathom it that they can't make it to the championship. I know Michigan State hockey has been down, but still – Maybe they're used to just playing in a college environment. They need the college towns to get the wins, you know? I, I mean, I guess. But, like, Michigan's, like, when you go on a GLI, Michigan, usually their best two players or something are playing overseas or playing in the, the World Juniors or something. This year, they don't really have that type of talent on their roster like they usually do. So, And, and Michigan State's a better hockey team than Michigan this season. You would expect them to win a GLI, and they didn't. Michigan Tech did. Shout out to Michigan Tech with good unis, though. Yeah, agreed. You like their the Huskies? 
Huskies, Huskies is a solid Huskies. name. I feel like if you're like in the north or like like a cold area, your mascot should just be the Huskies. Oh yeah, it's safe. It like is. it's safe in it, and you get like a cool little black and white like dog logo. I love that. maybe a mascot too. A really do they have mascot? a mascot? I don't know. You gotta have a dog. Or I something. think they do. I think they do. Actually, I know they do. It's a pretty solid one. Northern Michigan, like, what are you doing? Wildcats? No, Wildcats are just chilling in Northern Michigan. <laughs> no, like Florida Gators. It's it's appropriate. Texas Longhorns, Michigan Tech Huskies. No, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. Northern Michigan Wildcats are not appropriate. No. Anyways. Anyways, yeah. Sorry. Excuse me. Before we start in the Minnesota preview, any any takeaways from the break? I know you said you thought the break kind of affected them. I I, I look moving into the before we start talking about this Minnesota game in the second half of the Big Ten, what is the goal? Because I have a clear goal. I want to hear what you guys think a successful year at this point in the season would be finishing up Big Ten play. Tournament berth. Okay. Supan? I think uh, those last two games against Notre Dame, if you win those, I think you, you get a tournament berth. And I think, yeah, that would, for me, that's a successful season for them. I think there's only one way is to keep going past the regular season. At this point, it would be a disappointment if they weren't at least hosting Big Ten games in the tournament. I think something would obviously have to happen with their current standing in the conference. They would have to start dropping a couple, but they got to host at least the first round of a Big Ten tournament. And I, at this point, you're right. Getting to the tournament it should be a goal they could attain. They It's right in front of them. Like you said, they've already played the meat of their schedule. Like... At this point in the season, now it's like, hey, Saliba, it's your last, like, something with the Michigan State uniform on. You don't know where you're going to go after this. I, I, I expect very inspired hockey from this group down the stretch. And, and, and I think this is might be a hot take or not. They're going to need to be better on five-on-five because five, Lethman's not going to play as well as he did the first half of the Big Ten season. He just physically can't. I, 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 every every goaltender can get a little bit burnt out, like he probably will. Yeah, so I, I I do think you're gonna need to ritter a little bit in the second half of the year for a couple spot starts. I was really surprised he didn't start against Ferris in the GLI. I was too. I I thought maybe they would throw him a, a bone there, but I I do think you're gonna need him down the stretch. But any other factors for this Michigan State team that could disallow them from building on this momentum of the first semester of the year? that you could see could possibly happen in such a semester, other than John Lethman, like, slowing down. Because I think that's a, a not, like that's going to happen. So I, I, I don't know. There, There's a couple weak spots on this team, but I just think they got to be a little bit better on five-on-five five play on this back half right. of the year if they want to continue the record and success they've had in big time. And keep your special teams where they were. Their no, penalty yeah. kill... If you you got to stay up on that because they're, they're a physical team. They're one of the most... They're probably the best you know, hitting team or physical delivering team in the Big Ten. And I think that if you, you stay away from that, if you, you know, get soft and just rely on your goal scoring a little bit, then then you're not who you are. So they gotta keep they gotta keep that for sure. Definitely. But as we move into Big Ten play, like we said, Minnesota comes to town this weekend. Spurns start the year start the new year. I, I hate saying it's the new year. Until I'm like out new of decade, bro. Is it though? Holy crap! I thought like a decade was like 2010 to 2020. Am I wrong for saying that? Mm-hmm. Well, is the next one 2021? Because no, you have to count. You have to count. You have to count that. 
Yeah, you have to count the first one of the decade. So, like, this is the first year of the decade. Yeah. Okay. But I feel like 2010 would be, like, the end of that decade. Like, 2000 to 2010. And then it's 2011 to 2020. You know, you might have a point here. I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. On that point. We should <laughs> have a discussion about that, but not today. You might today. have a point. Not today. Is but, it a hot take to think that this decade will be, will be better than the last one? For Michigan State mm-hmm. Hockey? It's not a hot take. No. It's, it's no. on the way. Yeah. By the way, they, they took the tarp off the facilities. They're going to unveil it soon. Like the, the construction. I saw that. They, they're not going to unveil it soon. Well, no, they no, still no. got a lot like, of work to do. You're going to start seeing some Like progress. they change it. Yeah. Because yeah. Mun right now looks like, a, looks like a war zone outside the right side of this building. Yeah, it does. Like, when you go to Mun Field, you're like, what's going on there? Because like you said, there's a tarp on there. There's dirt everywhere. But that's going to be a massive improvement. We've talked about that a lot. But as Big Ten play resumes, Michigan State's second place in the Big Ten, five points behind Penn State. Penn State's so weird to me because last year they were kind of like this where, I, I mean, they came, I think they came in like fifth in the Big Ten last year and they were like the 10th team in the country. But this year's kind of like the opposite. Like they, they were very, I don't think they were as highly Guns touted. Guns blazing. No. They weren't as highly touted as they were last year, but they're still a really talented hockey team. But I, I always find that funny. But Minnesota comes in to Mon Ice Arena. Minnesota comes in after beating St. Cloud and Bemidji. And the Mariucci Classic, is that how you say that? Marucci? Marucci? Marucci Classic. Gotta be, gotta be French. And, and they're playing pretty good hockey for Minnesota. Last series, beat, I mean, gave Ohio State two games in overtime. Minnesota winning game two in double OT. They this su- this Minnesota team struggled early on in the year. They look like they're kind of hitting their stride right now. Yeah, and we yeah. were talking earlier, uh, the first couple of segments or shows that we had, that Minnesota was – you know, not the talk of the state anymore. Oh, like, no. There's so many other teams. Nope. And it's still the case, I guess. But yeah. now they're starting to feel like, hey, we might need a seat at the table here. And, I, and, they, and, they, and they can. They can do that. Their head coach, Monstro, I think he's going to figure it out. He's too good of a head coach. I didn't really. His first year, right? No, second year. Second. Until we talked to the legend, Neil Trepke, I didn't know he was the coach at St. Cloud State. St. Cloud State or Minnesota State. He was a coach at one of those before. Is that, that. what he told us? Yeah, that's what he was telling us. But he, hmm. I mean, Mosto was the the um, uh, World Juniors coach for two years. Really? So, so that that that's why I thought he would translate really well to Minnesota, but it hasn't like clicked just yet. But I, I, I think they'll figure it out. But as we looked at this matchup with Minnesota, Michigan State gets a little break. It, it, this is a very balanced Michigan State team. No, they don't. I mean, Cotarinko's obviously, I think, their best offensive player. And you look at that backhand, Rosberg and Susanna definitely stand out. But other than that, they're getting it done with a whole lot of different guys. And, and do you do you see going into this new year, do you see Lewandowski or Cotarinko starting to assert themselves a little more? I think Lewandowski does because he knows that once – this is the last semester where he's not the guy because next year he is the guy. Okay. Because right. I mean, think about it. Also, this is the year. If they're if they're going to win a title, this is it. Because they're losing Lethman, Rosberg, Kodarenko, Saliba, Apap. They're they're losing a lot. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, a, that's a way to look at it. But it's so weird though, because last year you could have probably last year on paper they're probably a better hockey team. Like I, I for some reason like it just didn't really all click. Like they had a lot of talented guys last year that I just like kind of forget about. Like Zach Osborne 
was a yeah, very, was very, say him. very, very good defenseman. And they miss his offensive ability on the back end, but they haven't skipped the beat on the defense. They're almost better than they were last year, which is crazy. Maybe it's kind of like basketball where they lost Miles and Jared and then they became better because they like maybe they yeah. just meshed as a group better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, hockey's like, I think, the most chemistry based sport out of them all. Right. Like, you have a close, cohesive, like, locker room you're going to be successful and these guys have obviously played with each other a lot of them for three years two years that i i think it's starting to click and especially dan cole's third year is it third or fourth year People, third I, yeah. I i say that and someone's like no it's his fourth year liar i cover the team it's his third year yeah stick to your guns you know what Loser. you're talking about sorry sorry but the minnesota both teams kind of close on offense d power play 12th in America, Minnesota is on the PK, MSU 30th. We talked about this earlier. I don't get how MSU is not higher in that. They've been so good on the penalty kill all year. It, it, at least it felt like that to me. There, there must be like that one Cornell game where there's a huge outlier. There yeah, that's got to be it. Because like I, I, every other game I've seen, they've been stand out. They've been fine in the defensive end. I think Wisconsin... Kill. They were lights out. I think they only gave up like one out of eight penalties. Uh, like that whole like there was like a couple weekends they gave up probably like two power play goals. I'm like, and they take penalties very often. A so lot. That's what I'm saying. Like there, it's not like they have a low percentage, which is kind of weird to me. But Michigan State definitely has a goaltender advantage with John Lethman. Minnesota's goaltending, eh, sort of average as we look into this weekend. Anything Minnesota presents to the Spartans that they haven't seen this season, Kyle. No, no. They, like, there's no star you got to watch out for. There's no hot goaltender. There's no defenseman you're gonna have to watch out for. This is the easiest team they'll see in the rest of conference play. Oh, wow, good take. Wow, that's a hot one. Very steaming. Even when they play Michigan in February, Dan? yeah, because Michigan is still they'll they're gonna figure it out. You think so? I think so. Okay, they did a lot. They did a couple of years ago when they went to the Frozen Four. I think they were like below 500. And then after the GLI, they just like won like twenty in a row or something like crazy like that. Yeah, I don't see that, but they'll figure it out. And but the the, the the two games they get against Michigan are in East Lansing and then in Detroit the day after. I know they Michigan State gets the two home games this year. Isn't the isn't the duel in the D on a Monday? It's like no, it's on a Saturday I think, or might be on a Monday. It is or a Tuesday. I think it is on. It's weird, dude. Or Monday or Tuesday, I think. Why? So what are they gonna do? Are they play on like Saturday and then Monday? Yeah, I think so, something like that. Or I could see them doing like Sunday, Monday. I wouldn't hate that. If that it was makes like... sense. Still, Let's that's see. stupid. Or the the travel day day off. It has to be a Saturday, or at least a Sunday. They no, do it's a Monday. That's why February fourteenth is the game in East Lansing, and then February seventeenth is a game in Detroit, which is a Monday. So seven p.m. So Weird. when is when is the East Lansing game take place? Saturday. The f- uh, no, it's a Friday, February fourteenth. I don't like that one bit. It just like throw off my schedule completely. Oh, just happens all that the play, time. Roll with the punches. Yeah, I guess. Mun will be buzzing. <laughs> I have sources. The, we have sources. We might it? go live for that game. Which one? Uh, the one at, in at LCA. That yeah, that was a rumor. Let's let's pray for that. Uh oh. I know me and Sue Pan have been let down a lot in the last two years yep. trying to do. That. I've almost so, lost. I've almost lost all hope. <laughs> <laughs> Before you didn't have me. Yes. Yeah, no. That's right. Hey, I'll now say we push this. the envelope harder. I will say this. I am the host of this podcast. I'm the least hardworking out of the three here. No doubt. Kyle Hattie puts the podcast on his back. Johnny Supan's at every game. And I try I, to be. I, I, I'm not even on the beat anymore, almost. I'm the weakling of the beat. I just love coming here every week and talking hockey with you guys. Yeah. And, we, and we, we, even, we're very grateful even, for if, that. Even if I'm saying like some stupid stuff and you guys are just nodding your heads and disagreeing with me. So it makes me feel better. 
Believe it or not, we need you here. I know. You're the glue. I I'm a, I am a good glue guy. Who's a who's a glue guy in Michigan State? I'll just be him. The glue I'm guy in Michigan Pap. State? Yeah. Tony Apap. Saliba. Saliba. Saliba? Saliba. They're both captains, so. So. Oh. so I'm the captain of the podcast. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah, yeah. You're, the, you're uh, damn uh, right. No, I'm like the assistant captain. And then Why? You, who's and the captain? You guys are split captains. So, actually, the, you know what's beat. actually Of weird? the beat. Of, of the, the beat? beat. Okay. Yeah. You know, I didn't know this till about a couple years ago that in hockey, it's not assistant captains, it's alternate. Is that alternate what it is? Captains, yeah. What is the point Weird of that? Weird fact, but it really is. Who like, thought that was a good idea? Let's just know. put A's on our chest. Let's like, you look stupid. I like it. I don't know. No, I like it now, but like at the same time, like like when it first came out, everyone was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. They just have three C's if you're going to do it That's that way. Many. Yeah, but at, at now with hockey traditions, now it's too many. Like I get it now, but at the same time, like that back then, it's like, no, we have to have two A's and one C. That, right. that makes more sense. See, I, I like that. I no, think. I, I, I yes. Because if guess. that it's like a tyrant, if that leader gets control of the pack and just runs away with it, you're gonna need those alternates. Speaking of the leader, Johnny Supan, we've what been. Who do going, I lead? Uh, you lead the BTM pickum. That's what you lead. Okay, eleven to six and six. I, I, we had a good week last week, we I think. But you guys I mean, are starting to catch up, and we, I'm we scared. got three apiece. I got one. So I don't know how you have so many more points. Than I, us. I think somebody messed he, it up. He had one dominant week. Did you just like pick like? Two like like all sweeps and they all hit. Yeah, I think. I th- think yeah, I the... think the first week he had three sweeps. Okay. Well, okay. I, I, trust I, me, I'm not going for the sweep city this week. You're not going for the sweep. Actually, city? I might. I might have to. I might have to switch something up. You might have to switch something up. What are you talking about? My picks. I got. I got them. You know, did a little bit of research. I kind of. I, I, this is my research right here. Your research. Did a little. <laughs> are you a notepad guy? What yeah, is that? Notepad guy. Law, law, That's law a really paper? nice. Like, yeah, f- like both, like fine. What like, is that? That folder too. That's wow. Michigan State. One. It's a little Michigan State black wow. binder. You never know when you're gonna need it. Dude, I want that's high class. I want. Oh one. yeah, I got you this like, last year. You look like a law degree. Come on, dude. We're journalism degrees. There we go. Show us up. Yeah, yeah, that's why he's winning. He's got I the guess. binder with the notes. It's all about the binder, man. That is fair. Okay. Dude, or if you're Doc Emmerich, you got a huge like trifold binder that's the size of this with every guy in the entire NHL on it but whatever let's are, go are you ready yep let's I'll go. film it opening up the binder first game Minnesota at number 20 MSU give me a split I think Michigan State and Minnesota are too evenly matched U of M at number 14 at Notre Dame give me the Irish all the way at 14 they're not letting that's home that's a Notre Dame fan coming out of yeah, here right a little there. bit of bias there Number eight, OSU at Wisconsin. I'm going to go a split there. Wisconsin's great. I think Turcotte and uh, Caulfield are going to get the job done there and steal a game away from OSU. Penn State at Robert Morris. Give me Penn State. I know nothing about Robert Morris. I know they're actually decent in their conference, but I think Penn State is going to keep rolling. Bowling Green State, number 16 at number 17, Michigan Tech. Give me an M-Tech sweep. I think that Michigan Tech definitely proved to be a powerhouse. And last one, UMass at Boston College. Give me UMass. Ooh. Dude, I, but I, I don't know like what to think about all those Boston teams because they're all pretty good in the Hockey East is stacked this year. But like UMass being like better than BU and BC is weird to me. Yeah, it's weird. It's like Minnesota being last in Minnesota. Yeah, but like like BC and BU have way more historical. Oh, yes. I mean, Minnesota's like one of the, like, it's like a great hockey state, but I, I think when you think college hockey, you think of Boston College. Yeah, it's you like do. 
mm-hmm. of the first like three coming up. What hey, what what song do you want to go under? Do you want to go under Hockey Night in Canada, Kyle? Yes. Is that that's yes, one you want to go? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. With a big smile on his face. Why? Well, As he should. That, I mean, does that mean you get ESPN? Uh, yeah, because that's what the winners like. But okay. I miss that. What that yeah, Hockey on ESPN? Yeah. yeah. Before we start, before I get the music pulled up, can we talk about the World Juniors for a sec? Yes. What was Keandre Miller doing in the Dan- the game against Canada, going D to D after you tied? I didn't watch any of those games, sadly. Well, bad, really bad turnover by Keandre Miller from Wisconsin. That hurt his draft stock. That one play. That not good. It just, and clearly cost him the game. They literally tied it up, Supan, with like five minutes left in the third period. They were down two goals going into the third. They were up two nothing after the first. But whatever, Canada went nuts for a little bit. U.S. ties it up four four. Literally, USA wins the faceoff at center ice. Puck kind of like trickles into their own zone. Keandre Miller tries to go D to D. Number one pick in the draft kind of knocks it off midair. Nasty goal. Who was that guy? The number one pick in the draft? Lafreniere. Yeah. Future mm-hmm. Red Wing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Keep tanking, bud. Yeah, keep thinking about that. And keep but... giving me those Lincolns, baby. Okay. okay. Kyle Hattie, are you ready? I am so ready. All right, starting off, Minnesota at Michigan State. Give me the Michigan State sweep. They're way better on the road at home as they are on the road, and they return home. Uh, Notre Dame at Michigan. Michigan will figure it out, but not yet. Give me the Irish. Ohio State at Wisconsin. I need sw- I need sweep points. Give me the Buckeyes. Ooh. Uh, Penn State at Robert Morris. I'll take a split. Once again, I need, I need the points that Johnny Stupan will not get. Yeah. Ooh. Bowling Green at, Mich- at Michigan Tech. I am going to roll with Michigan Tech. I was impressed when I saw them in person. Uh, UMass at BC. Give me the split. Ooh, okay. Wow. Give uh, my point. I mean, at this point, we got to be aggressive, right? Like, have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, Supan's just had a huge lead on us. Five points, baby. Johnny Five. Johnny Five. Who told you Johnny Five? That used to be my nickname back when I played football, and I was a pretty damn good running back. Where'd the say. five come from? Five stars? I don't know. Actually, Five oh. stars? <laughs> no, it was Lidstrom. I liked Lidstrom a lot when I was a kid. Believe it or not, as a Hawks fan, I did like Nicholas Lidstrom as well, the, a defenseman. Perfect so. human. Well, the Blackouts weren't good, though, when you were like really young, were they? No. They, they were really bad. Yeah, that's how I was like. They didn't really get good until, like, what? You were, like, in middle school? Yeah. 2010 Probably. was the first cup. Yeah. Well, yeah how old were we then? I mean, you're a year older than us, but. That's... You were 11 or 12? Yeah. Oh, first God, it's such 11. a good year. Wow. You were probably so happy. I was boys and dude, I was going oh, crazy. Oh. I remember where I was specifically all three of those times that they want them like, to. Like the win. Good decade. The, yeah, really good decade. Chicago. But when they are you Cubs fan too? Yep. So really good decade. But when the wins won the cup in 08, like that was so I, long ago. Like I was like just like understanding like the landscape of sports. Like I've always understood sports, but like I wish it was like another two years and I would have enjoyed it a little bit more. I remember where I was that game too. I was too. I did too. Yeah, I think I was too young to appreciate the Red Wings. Like twenty five straight playoff appearances. I know. It's I just took it for granted because it, like it's I all I'd known. Him, but and what? now I miss it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now it's a distant memory. Okay. The weak link of the podcast, but he has the best music. Ryan Collins up nets for the pits. I mean, if if this song doesn't get you juice, I don't know what else does. Michigan State Minnesota split. I I, I don't see Michigan State coming out with a sweep just yet. Notre Dame sweeps Michigan. Ohio State sweeps Wisconsin. Robert Morris Robert Morris wins one game, but they split. I like Robert Morris this year. A lot of Johnstown Tomahawks. I got a connection there. Shout out Robert Morris. <laughs> B, I know what? Bowling Green sweep at Michigan Tech. They're coming off the high of the GLI. Wow. I need a couple points. 
BC sweeps UMass. And the fact that they're ranked number four and UMass is ranked number 10, dis like absolutely dis I was going to say another thing, but it absolutely ruins the point I just tried to make about five minutes ago. BC sweep, and guess what? I'm coming for all your guys' heads. Wow. That was a lot. The I electricity like in that got me going. I think it, it stole some of the thunder out of the lights here in the studio. You know what this I'm, means now? I mean, I, sweep. I love Jerry Thorne so much, I just have to honor him. Every time that comes on, I got to be locked and loaded. Doesn't he do the Orioles now? He's always done the Orioles, but he was like that. He was an NHL guy. We've that talked poor guy. about it. Gosh. But yeah, the Orioles do stink. They were good for a while, though. You know, the Capitals announcer does Maryland football games. Really? That sucks. <laughs> I did not know that. No. Dude, it's Maryland, one of the stats that might have slipped me by. I think about this like, Maryland's such a random school. You're like, Maryland? Eh. Like, it's big, but it's not like. Dude, know. I've never understood their, like, their color schemes and their like their helmets. It's like, like what all, is all that? It's all the Maryland like state flag, but like I I think like once they I mean the Under Armour founder went to Maryland, so they got all that Under Armour money and they like get whatever jersey they want. They should be way better at sports. It makes no sense. You're in the DMV area. That's such a good like prop for like athletes and the fact you have Under Armour money. Oregon is good at, like, every sport, You like, basically. They're in a decent hockey area. They could have a hockey team. I don't get that either. I know Illinois is, like, the Nets team, the Big Ten Nets, and get one. I think they should probably get one. Rutgers doesn't have enough money to get a hockey team, but I think that would be pretty successful. But Supan just gave me the weirdest Sorry, part. No, that wasn't even at you. Was Were you just distracted? I was, yeah. Sorry. Right. Other than that, what, what, <laughs> do we, what, uh, what do we grade the show coming back from break? We uh, a little I, slow moving in my brain. Um, I mean, yeah, Supan, Supan, I feel bad for Supan <laughs> because Supan comes into these shows, he goes, another 30 minutes until I have to leave for work. And those are mm. the, the stare. It's grueling, man. Going to a job that, I mean, everyone like has jobs they like don't like, but like going to a job in general, like you don't like love, love. The, like the last 30 minutes of your freedom it is sucks. the worst 30 minutes of maybe of your life. Yep. <laughs> like, like people want to talk about well Sun said. Sunday scaries. It's way worse. The last 30 minutes, like, oh before I go into a public mire. Oh, oh my. Until you're like, oh why do I do this to myself, boys? I don't know. Put it in your two weeks. Mm -hmm. Come on. Yeah. Wait, before as we long go. as you guys can give me a nice, big, juicy loan. No, let's no, do no, it. no, no, no. Just get a job at a bar or something. Yeah, do that. I'll come visit. Actually, don't get one. That sounds no. like a horrible job. No, the tips. No. Yeah, but like I did work at Harper's for two days my sophomore year. Really? Two days. Yep. And I How quit. did that end? Because we were uh, we were hired as door guys, me and my friend, and yeah. we ended up washing dishes the entire second night. So we were at a tailgate the next day when we were supposed to go in. It was a Penn State tailgate, and we we're like, "Yeah, let's not do that." So, so they so just fired just, you? Well, no, we just didn't even show up. So I guess yeah, they did fire us, but I didn't even collect a check or even. Did you just text them like we're not coming? Yeah. In? Okay, I thought yeah. you just didn't show on. Well, I didn't show, and then they were texting me where you go, and yeah, you're like, "I'm not coming in." No, sir. By the way, if you're a door guy, I, I mean, this might be coming from the under twenty one person in me. I don't know how you just like take someone like, I don't know how you be a door guy and be like, I I couldn't do it. You must really have to hate people. Like it's so tough because like, at the same like everyone in college is responsible enough to go to a bar and order a drink i truly believe that like maybe not some like early on freshman you're living but, alone but yeah like it, like literally you're you could go into a bar and order a drink and it wouldn't be a big issue i understand that there's but there's laws there's rules in society yes but like 
denying someone to a barbershop would be so awkward. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. Here's your right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's got to be the worst. Because, dude, I'm sorry. Half the people going in these bars are they're fake IDs. You're just like, how do you like, I, I don't know how you decipher what fake you let in and what you don't. Right. It's Feel just it. lighting, man. Yeah. Or, actually, you know what I think it is? It's like the charisma. When I, I'm not going to say that I had a fake idea or not, anything. N- not me either. Not me In either. the past life, I, you know, just going know up there friend. and, you know, know saying, hey, buddy, how you doing? Like, not just, here, here's my idea. Look down at my shoes. Like, scared out of your mind. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's all it's all who it is. That's how you get into a bar with a fake ID with Johnny Soup. <laughs> 101. And, uh, and that's how we're going to end the show today. Wait, but, before we go, I need a rating. You need a rating for their jerseys? I do. I like them. I don't like the big M on the jersey. I know they have a stripped one that's a lot better. Those are my favorite colors, I think. Oh, Minnesota's got the best mm-hmm. colors in the big time, yep. I think. The maroon and gold. The glow, man. It's, it's a nice. great glow. I feel bad about my C, then. But, uh, yeah. You gave him a C? I give him a C. I don't like the yellow helmets. Yeah, I get that. Dude, but the M stinks. If they, like, got the gopher in the mix, I'm the, like, oh, big fan. Big, big fan. Their football's good. The hockey's yeah. meh. Okay, we gotta stop dragging on. John's idea tomorrow. Yeah, I gotta sorry. go change, boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll give the episode a B. Hard B. 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 B's B. around. But for Ryan Collins, Johnny Supin, Kyle Hattie, we will have coverage at the game. I don't know which of us will be there, but I'm assuming at least one of us will be there. So follow our coverage at WDBM on Twitter. And uh, thanks for listening. Behind the Mass. We'll see you guys next week.